God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind, and all thy strength. And of course, he coupled that. He said, and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, the, the two go together. And uh, loving God uh, because he is is how I like to put it. Love him because he is. And because he's given us this wonderful avenue again to come before him. The word tells us boldly. Come boldly before his throne of grace. Uh, through Jesus, that's the only way we can do that. So what a great privilege it is. And you may be here tonight and you might not really fully understand that or understand it at all. But I urge you, try God and see how good he is. Uh, see how much he loves you. He'll show you how much he loves you. But we are called, and, and when Jesus responded to that, it was a question. When he responded, he said, that's the first commandment. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy strength, and all thy mind. That's pretty much everything. Amen. If we do that, we'll find a new energy. When you really start devoting yourself and your love to God and expressing it to him, you'll find a whole new supernatural energy because he'll see to it. And I think, again, that's another thing that a lot of people today are missing out on because they hear love God and love him with all your heart, but do they really know what that means? Do they really understand what it means to love God that way? That's more than anything else, by the way. Amen. Love God more than anything or anybody else. So, uh, again, that, that relates actually to uh, communion. So, anyway... Uh, I'm going to ask Brother Tanner to come and uh, here just and get ready. And y'all can be seated right now. Well, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's go ahead and proclaim the word. We'll do that. Everybody ready? Here we go. This is the word of God. This, this is, is the word of God. God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. And I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. For it is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, Brother Tanner. And I've asked Brother Tanner to share uh, with us here a little bit on the significance of uh, you know, his relationship and what communion means and such. I'm just going to turn it over to him for just a few minutes. Here. Thank you, sir. Well, I, uh, it's not hard for me to go back and to articulate some of the things that God has done for me. When I go back to at the very beginning, when I got saved, and I, want, I, I need to say this for a particular reason, when I got saved... I remember being in that particular situation and feeling God dealing with my heart, mm -hmm. but at the same time, not sure about that first step. There you go. No. Not sure exactly where that was going to take me and where that was all going to go. And I remember giving my heart to Christ. And I remember getting down there and being very solemn and, and, and opening up and saying, all right, God, this is you've been working on me for a long time. Here I am. I remember as I gave my heart to God, I was 16 years old. And... I think that as a kid that you understand and you know what you've done, and you've heard me say this before, and I cannot, I cannot resonate this more, is that I met him when I was 16 years old. I'm 41. I am still getting to know him. Mm -hmm. I've been getting to know him for years and yeah. years and years. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll even go as far to say is that when I was 16... The parts of him that I, I knew were exciting. You know, I knew that he had saved me from my sins. I knew that I didn't have to, to think about hell anymore. Being so young, 
you don't really, you don't have like this, if you're a good kid, I was a good kid, I didn't have like this rap sheet. And I wouldn't have this like this bad ledger. So it took me a while to finally understand what he had actually delivered me from. Mm -hmm. As a kid, you just don't know. You just know, hey, there's a place that's hot and I don't want to go there. But as I, as I got older, something began to happen. And this is a, a, a very stern point that I want to make that happened in my life. As I got older and I began to go through things, how many of you know when you get older, your things just change? Mm -hmm. You're not in the innocence anymore. Life's not the same. You're, you're, your life begins to get kind of difficult. Mm -hmm. And this God that I knew, I would go to him and I'd begin to speak to him openly. And he began to communicate with me. We would have commune sessions and talk, and and he would begin to tell me things, and I would I would tell him things, and he would return tell me more things, and it and it began to to develop over the years this very vibrant and very fervent relationship, and I began to get to know him. And something that I did not, something that I'd always heard of, but I did not plan on. I fell in love with him. Amen. I'd always heard of that. People said, I love the Lord. I said, you know, as a kid, you know, it's like, well, yeah, I love the Lord. I'm supposed to say that because I'm saved. But I hadn't, you see, you don't, you don't really fall in love with somebody until you get to know them. Yeah. You don't really develop that relationship with them. You've developed that bondship with them. And now I've got this relationship with him where him and I have been through some things. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't been through the things that you've been through. But him and I have been through some things. Some shaky times. And there's been times when I sought wisdom and he was there for me. He was there, I mean, he was, he was there for me not only when the cards were down, but he was also there when things were really good. He taught me how to manage things and how to take care of things and be responsible. You could say, aside from parents, he raised me. Hmm. And like all, like all people that you spend time around, as you get to know them, you begin to fall in love with them. And... I fell in love somewhere back there. I, I could probably tell you where it began to really set in. But I fell in love with him. And today I'm in love with him. It's a very intimate thing to me. So when you start, when we talk about our story or my testimony, when I go back and I tell you my, my testimony isn't necessarily a moment. It's the life. Because it, it strode over years. Yes, he saved me. He saved, he saved me from my sins. I remember you preached the message Wednesday night. It was a Wednesday night. And some of my friends were there at the, at the Church of God. We got saved on a message that our, our pastor ministered. And uh, I didn't know a lot then. I know more now than I did then. But my, my, uh, my encouragement, my testimony to you tonight is to not just know the God that you serve, but to be okay with being in love with him and seek out this love, want to be in love with him. He desires to be in love with his children. As Pastor mentioned, the communion, and this was, uh, this started, I guess, back two weeks ago, you know, when, when the initial uh, part of this got planned and then it got, you know, due to weather circumstances and, yeah, hibernation, being able to be stuck in our houses. <laughs> weren't able to do that but you know him and I just briefly talked about it I didn't know he was going to bring it back around but you know everything is timing right mm -hmm. everything is timing we don't you know it, it was a good idea to do it on Valentine's Day but God knows he knows all things mm -hmm. and, and I'm so and I'm thankful that we get to do it tonight 
And so, you know, as Pastor talked about this morning, I don't want to elaborate too long on this, but speaking about the blood in the body, and the, these are these are the, the two main elements, the two obvious elements that you and I are going to be taking up tonight. As Pastor said, this is not something that we play around with. This is not something that that is uh, um, a little bit of juice and a little bit of uh, cracker, and then it's then we're good. No, we should fear taking it incorrectly. He mentioned the blood this morning, and I don't, I can't possibly even tell you how important it was from what Pastor said this morning. I can't articulate it, get that any better. The blood needs to be important to you and me. It needs to be of the utmost high importance. It needs to be a highly regarded understanding the power of the blood when i was a kid i didn't get that i mean i knew i knew once again i knew he i knew he saved me from a hot place but i didn't fully understand that until i got older i didn't fully understand the blood's power until not only did i when i needed it but when i was abusive to it and the way that god taught me that you can't you can't abuse the blood the blood shed one time there ain't gonna be shed no more blood one time and one time only. Take full advantage of that one time. In the body that endured the stripes, and by his stripes, you all know how to finish that? You're healed. How important is the body and what it went through for your sake and for mine? So tonight we have this opportunity, and it's a grand opportunity. It's a, um, we, we do it to remember we do it to commemorate, but we do it to celebrate him. And that's what we're doing tonight. So uh, before I before I uh, turn it back over to Pastor, what I want to do is is I want to I want to take a, a testimony or two about what just briefly what God has done in your life and what He means to you right now. I'm gonna ask Waylon. I've already I've already got these pre picked. Waylon's gonna Waylon's gonna say something, and I'm gonna ask someone else. Waylon, go right ahead, brother. Uh, see, I just got a few minutes, so that's kind of tough. <laughs> God's done so much for me, you know. It's uh, like you said, it's an intimate thing, and we've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God knows my imperfections that nobody else knows, and He's willing and willing to forgive me for those imperfections, and so. <laughs> We've come a long way in the world that we live in. You know? Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who know me, some of them remember my past, some of them didn't know the past. You know, God don't care about that. Yeah. God don't care right. about that. He let all that go. Yes, He did. And you know, we're not supposed to drag that along with us. That's right. Either. Good. Where That's right. Go? So I don't let none of that hold me back. <laughs> where I come from, where I've been, doesn't matter. That's right. In God's eyes, and that's that's what I know. That's what God's done for me. Amen. He's forgiven me for the past. Yes. And He's going to forgive me for the future because I'm not perfect, so I'm going to mess up <laughs> some more. And uh, I appreciate that. That's grace. And so, without God's grace, uh, where would we be? Yes. Uh, so I, I appreciate that grace. That's unmerited favor. Amen. And that's favor that I don't deserve. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I can say God has done for me. He's done things for me that I do not deserve. Mm, I didn't deserve for another man to die on the cross mm. for me. Amen. Uh, but that's that's the, the kind of love that is a godly love. Amen. You know, people give their lives for other people. 
And what's the Bible say about that? No greater love. Yeah. Lay down for somebody to lay down their life. That's right. And but you wouldn't ask nobody to do it. But Jesus did it. He yes. did it for me, he did it for you, he did it for everybody in here. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And uh I'll make this story short. I, I had a vision many, many years ago. And every time we have communion, I, I remember this vision. And it don't seem to ever come back to me. And it wasn't a dream because I was driving down the road. And I had been praying for a while. God, show me what Jesus went through when he died on the cross. And this vision lasted from about Silo to Tishmingo. I don't remember any of that trip right there. But I seen Jesus' body after he was taken off the cross. I was in this room with his body laying on a a round stone table and that stone table was rotating and you could see his ribs you could count his ribs from the beating uh, pieces of flesh hanging off of him uh, he just looked like a, a mess uh, it was it was not a pleasant sight yeah but i asked god show me what he went through i seen what he went through and if everybody could see what i seen it would change your mindset about the fact of how jesus died on the cross right and what he went through for us because it was not a pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was awakening. Yeah. And his his naked, half naked, bloody, ripped, torn to pieces body that I can't even begin to explain what God showed me to somebody else. Yeah. But I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. And every time we take communion, that, that vision comes back to me. Mm-hmm. And since then I'm careful how I ask God to reveal things to me. <laughs> I asked him many, many times, God, show me, and he showed me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see something from God, if you want God to reveal something to you, ask him and keep asking, and he will. That's good. But when Jesus died on the cross, it wasn't a it wasn't a pleasant thing. No. He went through a lot for us. Amen. That's good. Yeah. If I might say, too, I was thinking about this today, and I remember it wasn't, wasn't too long ago, Waylon had endured uh, quite a serious injury. It, it took some time, brother. Yeah. I mean, I we watched him come in and, and, and trying to get the, 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 the walking back and, and try to get everything down, and it just kept lingering and kept lingering. Well, how many years was it? Was it two years, I three think? Years. About three, three years, years full yeah. recovery? Completely three years. Yeah. And I watched God work on this man and work on this man and work on this man. He'd come up for prayer, come up for prayer, come up for prayer. You're right, Waylon. God's done some amazing stuff, brother. Done some amazing stuff. Kenny Lane, if you would, brother, you testify. Tell us what God has done for you in your life. Brother, God has truly been good to me. Uh, oftentimes, I think of the debt that uh, that I accumulate. So, such a debt that it's there's no there's no light of what Jesus done. He paid that debt. Yeah, he did. But he didn't know. Amen. But we could see the light. I mean, mm-hmm. it's grace, it's mercy, it's Jesus, it's what he does. Amen. And I, I love him forever. Uh, there's nothing I can do to repay him for what he did. But I can live a life holy, pleasing to him. That's, that's all mm-hmm. I can do, do my best. Amen. Both of these brothers mentioned that they uh, 
looking at the cross and what he did, knowing that there was things that they could not take themselves. But Jesus took all that for you and me. Now, whether you're an adult and you're seasoned, or whether you're a kid here, he paid it for all of us. Amen. All of us. Mm -hmm. There's no one greater or less than. We're all on equal ground. We're all sinners. Mm -hmm. We've all made our mistakes. But he was the perfect, what was the word? Propitiation? Mm -hmm. Said it correctly? Yeah, propitiation. Propitiation. The perfect sacrifice for you and me. Mm -hmm. So tonight, we're going to be taking of the elements. I, uh, I hope that you listened to Pastor this morning. He said, prepare yourselves, be ready. I'm sure he's going to get into that. He's going to tell you a little bit more about that. But we have an opportunity. Let's take full, full opportunity tonight and, and, and be thankful for what you and I are about to partake in. God bless you guys. Thank Amen. you. Thank you, Brother Tanner. All right, we're going to just talk a little bit. I want to explain communion. Now, we know where this originated from. Uh, again, Jesus there with his disciples actually during the Passover. How many of you know about the Passover? When the children of Israel, when the death angel was, you know, they put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost and the death angel passed over them. Well, from that point, the Jews celebrated every year for eight days the feast of Passover. And it's during the Passover feast that Jesus... Uh, the disciples he had selected, uh, he told them, this is why he told them, I find it very interesting, he said, go down there in the street and you'll find a man carrying a pitcher of water. And you go down there and you follow him and you tell him, we have need, tell your master we have need of the of your room. Now, this tells us that Jesus knew what was going on. Isn't that amazing? Tells him just where to go, just how to find it, the right place, right time. Mm -hmm. So he, he uh, has prepared for him this room for the Passover. And researching that you find really that it was quite an elegant room it, it wasn't a, a shabby hotel and uh, jesus selected that for a reason because this was a very very serious moment that he was about to share with the very ones he'd walked this earth with for his very last time at least take a meal with him uh, now most likely that he had taken of the sacrificial lamb which was traditional that had a meal together and i find myself wondering what all did they talk about it wasn't just blood and bread. You know, th this is, he's making sure that, that these ones that he has walked with, they've saw him minister to people, they've saw him perform miracles, they've asked him questions, uh, they've lived amongst him, uh, they've been places together for three and a half years, and now this is the last time they're ever going to see Jesus on earth short of the, being crucified. So they're talking, and he begins to tell them. Uh, and he, he brings this out, and it's, it's, it's also interesting now. The Jews were very elaborate in their, their ceremonies, and again, this was eight days. Every day for eight days, short of the Sabbath, they celebrated the Passover, which was long and extensive and full of rituals, full, full of ceremonial ritualism, uh, full of following the letter to dotting every I and crossing every T and all of the traditional Hebrew and Jewish uh, elements of Passover, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it was very, very extensive. I mean, there was a lot of rules, a lot of regulations that, that this eight days they were all going through. But here Jesus, in one meal, with his disciples, in their conversation, and the finality of that conversation, after they had eaten, he makes 
some very short statements that basically say this is how you develop a relationship with me. It don't take eight days. It doesn't take a week of going through all kinds of rituals and ceremonies and being sure you do this and being sure you do that and all these things. And that's, I found that so interesting. And that's the simplicity of salvation. It's not complicated. There's not a long formula that you have to follow through. And, and I don't know how many of you here know algebra, but the Jewish law was kind of like algebra almost. You had to really figure out what it was you were supposed to be doing and get it done and be sure it was done properly and in order per formula. Jesus brought, as we, as we heard this morning, or God brought through Jesus a righteousness that was separate again from what the Jews had practiced for a long, long, long time. So here we have Jesus and we have the disciples and they've eaten together and they've partaken. And uh, understand tonight that as we discuss the the fruit of the vine and the uh, breaking of the bread, uh, it was really very small elements. It wasn't a huge meal that he now had set again before them because they had already eaten. They had already filled themselves with food, per se. But here now, to top it off, he's going to, in a short few moments, explain to them the avenue or the way to have a relationship with him and that's through himself and the symbolism of it is this the body that he says when he lifted up the bread and he thanked God for it he always did that he always thanked God for whatever when he fed the 4,000 fed the 5,000 he lifted it up and he thanked God we've been through that many many times and then he began to present it and he told him he said take eat this is my body Symbolism. Now, Jesus wasn't, again, taking a platter of bread and giving to everybody a, a, a new element of food to eat. The symbolism here was greater than the physical elements that he was presenting. He wanted them to understand what it was that he was doing. And he told them, what you're doing when you partake of this bread, you're taking of my body that's going to be broken and crushed, so to speak, physically, for the remission of your sins that you can have a relationship with me and then he told them said the fruit of the vine take it drink it all of it of course being his blood the power of the blood and as he said and he conversed with them and and you know different scriptures tell us you know they struggle trying to understand a lot of things jesus said especially about going to be crucified and then raised the third day and and come back and this this was mind-boggling to them but from that discussion Jesus had again some 2,000 years ago we have the opportunity now because he said in one of the verses I believe it's in in Mark or, or Luke 1 he said do this or this do partake of the bread and partake of the wine he said in remembrance of me if this cloth wasn't here you'd see that inscribed on this table this do in remembrance of me. What's that mean? That we could always know. We could always remember what Jesus explained to the disciples, what he's offered to us, what he did. And I think we need to be refreshed constantly. We need to remember constantly. We get too far away from this cross thing. We get too caught up in other things and we lose all reality of what happened on the cross. As Wayland said, Try to explain what Jesus underwent, the, the treatment that he took, and, and I know you've heard all these things many, many times. 
But this all goes together. It, it, it's a part of communion. We need to understand what the Lord went through. We need to understand His sacrifice, the body, the sacrifice that He gave for us. So we're going to partake of that here in just a moment, and uh, I'll guide you through it as when we begin. But uh, I mentioned the word meditate earlier. Now, I want to say this before we do that. The blood to the body's life, right? Amen. Your blood to your body is life. Without it, what are you? You're dead. Okay? We, we agree on that. Spiritually, the blood is the life. Without the blood of Christ, you're dead. The, the strong, overwhelming, supernatural significance of the blood that Jesus was presenting in the form of the fruit of the vine here symbolically he said, when you drink this, you're drinking of my blood. You're becoming a part of me. This, this was symbolic of, of a uh, 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 refreshing, refreshing and spiritually, uh, strengthening, comfort. There's a lot of things that we could say applied to the application that Jesus explained. When they drink his blood, they're drinking of him, of him himself. And everything that God offers comes through the blood and the body of Christ. That's how we receive, right? Amen. So <clears throat> I mentioned meditate earlier. I did this morning, I believe. At least I asked you to uh, prepare. And we're going to take just a, a few minutes here. As a matter of fact, there's going to be a song played, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to prepare. And then do that prayerfully. Do it by meditating. What am, what am I getting ready to do? What am I teaching my children we're doing here? Oh boy, we get to go drink some juice and eat a cracker. And that's it. And they leave thinking that's all they've done. Tell them what it's about. Tell them. Explain it to them. Know yourself. Thank God during this time. I said this morning, we should come to entertain God by thanking Him for the blood that was shed, the life that was given. So in a way we're doing that. We're remembering what Jesus did here tonight. And... Uh, Okay, so we're going to take some time to meditate and uh, we're going to start with the song here. And uh, Brother Kenny, or one of y'all, if you would, kill the auditorium lights, leave the other ones on. I want to kind of set a, a scene here. Uh, if you want to make your way to the altar, that's fine. Pray where you're at. Meditate where you're at. But let's take some time to do that as a song first. said I will not receive of the fruit of the vine again until I do it in the kingdom of heaven with you what a promise what a promise the communion that we've received and that I've done my best to try to explain tonight is a preparation for eternity it's the symbolism of the one we're going to spend eternity with in worship and praise and adoration because of what he has done for us. And the order of God in the, the symbolism of it is, again, enormous. It's uh, very inspiring. And I hope you've received uh, tonight instead of just, again, just passing through and doing something in a physical sense. 
because this is spiritual. Uh, I mentioned healing earlier, and I want us to all pray together. We're still in the midst of a, a Holy Spirit movement here. When you take communion, if it's done properly and with sincerity, the Holy Spirit's very present. You sense the Holy Spirit here tonight. We're going to pray, and we're going to ask Him. We've got people here that need healed, and we are going to ask God uh, here all together. So if you would, just join me. Heavenly Father, we come tonight, and we know of your healing power, Lord. We know of your ability, God, to restore, to replenish, to make new, to make whole. God, we know that you can take the worst of injuries, the worst of illnesses, God, and you can heal miraculously heal God by your supernatural power Lord your healing virtue Jesus and we pray tonight that your healing hand be laying upon these people and lift them up out of beds of sickness God out of situations Lord of lameness Lord God and blindness Lord and deafness uh, Lord all kinds of illness Lord injury Lord we know that you're totally able and capable of all these things and we bring them before you, Lord, and lift them up to you as we partake of your body and your blood tonight, Lord Jesus. We just also partake of the power that you are, the power of your blood, the power of the sacrifice, the power of the cross, the power of your word, the power of our relationship with you, Lord. God, if they be a one that needs deliverance tonight, God, from any stronghold in their life. Oh, Lord God, tonight, Father, we pray for them and we ask you, God, for a divine separation from the thing that's hindering them and holding them back and preventing them from enjoying you in fullness. And God, tonight, Father, we just pray that prayer of deliverance over them. Lord, we, God, we just pray for salvation. We pray for a harvest of souls, Lord. I pray a conviction fall upon this land, Lord, upon this country, upon this world, a conviction of the Holy Spirit, Lord, drawn to Jesus, drawn to the foot of the cross the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord, tonight we pray these things and we ask you, God, to fill this house with more of your greatness, God, more of the Holy Spirit. Help us to be earnest and sincere, Lord. Help us to be truly seeking, Lord, of your face, God, and your will and your ways. Help us, God, to truly love you more every day. God, Father, to, to present ourselves like living sacrifices, as your word tells us, Lord, in Romans 12, too. A living sacrifice, God, Father, before you, given to you, Lord, surrendering our hearts, souls, lives, everything to you, Lord. God bless every family in this church, everyone in this church, I pray, God. Help them, Lord, draw every very near. And, Lord, just keep us all and help us, Lord, to serve you and please you, Lord, and worship you in spirit and in truth. And in all things be done in your name for your glory. Amen. 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 And praise Amen. God. And praise the Lord. Somebody to turn the lights back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Awesome thing. Awesome privilege tonight to receive and to partake of the divine of God. It's what we've done. The divine of God. We hear these religious terms all the time. Many things we mention and we do it in passing and we don't even really begin to understand and realize what we're doing. Stop and consider the great gift God's given us. Alright, if y'all would, has anybody else got a word or a testimony or anything before we dismiss here in just a moment? 
Pastor, if I can just say just yes. one thing. You know, when I was standing up there, I was holding the, uh, the communion set there, and you could see it's circular. And there's all these cups in here. And, and, and a representative of his blood in every one of those cups was circular. And as everybody would come, one by one, they would leave. The Lord spoke to my heart, and he said, this is my heart, and everybody is coming to take a piece of my heart. Mm, that's good. And, and I've seen that. I've never quite seen it that way before. But it was very, and it's, it's an intimate thing to us, but it's an intimate thing to him. Yes, yes. He does have a heart for his people. Mm-hmm. Loves you. God loves you. Amen. Lord, anybody else? Bless me to see the altars this morning. People in the altars receiving. So, okay. Amen. Right. If there's no one else, then we'll prepare to dismiss. Thank you. If you'll stand. Sean's going to dismiss us in prayer. Be in prayer for. country our country needs communion in the most sincere way Lord help us please I'm being serious I'm not being humorous or funny at all folks we're in dire straits I hope I hope I hope you can see how much this country's in need of prayer how much it's in need of God the things of God so I'll leave it at that so let that be your daily prayer Pray for your country, pray for your church, your fellow church members. Uh, so, Lord bless you. Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, appreciate your effort in, in coming and, uh, and joining the community with us. So, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Sean. He's going to dismiss us. God bless you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity that you've allowed us to come into your presence. I pray that you place in within us all a hunger and a thirst and a desire to know your heart, to know who you are, for us to personally know you on a personal level, that we diligently wake up every single day and just think of you throughout mm-hmm. the day, that we don't take, yes, that we yes. don't wait till we do communion to to mm-hmm. ponder who you are, who who you are in your word, or, or just the things of heaven and. Just anything that we can meditate on that you've told us before or, or something that's heavy on our heart, Father, even just struggles we deal with, face, and, and don't understand. We pray that you give us the strength that we need, the wisdom that we need, the encouragement that we need on a personal level and for those around us, not only for our family, but for our church families and the, the members of families of other people in the body of Christ at other churches, Lord. We pray for your Holy Spirit to guide and lead every individual here and those who aren't here tonight, Father. We pray that you teach us and lead us and guide us and, and give us the desire that you built us, that you handcrafted us for, the desire that you placed us on this planet at this specific time, at this specific moment, to do your will. Amen. Please help us to do that. Help me to do that. Help this church, Rock Harbor, to do that. Help everyone that we know to be an encouragement to to lead others to do that, Father. Mm-hmm. We lift up our nation to you, Lord. We lift up our presidents, our leaders, the House of Representatives, the, every form of government from the top all the way to the bottom. We pray for your hand over these situations. We pray for their deliverance and salvation, mm-hmm. as well as we pray for yeah. the deliverance and salvation of every person on this planet, yes. Father. Mm-hmm. 
please draw us closer to you. And I pray that we listen. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive. Yes, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you.